0: Let's lift our hands. Father, we thank you today. We exalt the name of Jesus. You said if you would be lifted up, if you would be lifted up, you would draw all men to yourself. We thank you, Lord, that in the earth today, you are being lifted up all over the world today in all different nations. There is a remnant in all nations that will lift up the name of Jesus. And as your name is lifted up, we thank you, Father, that from the north, south, east and west, those that are lost, those that have run away, those that are not doing what you would have them do, their eyes are going to be open. Their ears are going to hear the sound of the trumpet of God calling them, calling them to you, calling them to worship calling them to come after you to follow after you we give you praise today we thank you lord that your word is true we thank you that your word is true in jesus name we thank you that the lost will be found those that have run away will turn back and this will be a great year of harvest in your church as we exalt the name of Jesus and lift you up in all that we do in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Hallelujah. Well, let's pick up our Bibles, make our confession. Thank you, worship team. Great worship. Thank you. It always is. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad we have a good worship team that can worship the Lord and praise God? Hallelujah. You know, before we do this, I want to pray. Uh, Mark Bell's mother went home to be with Jesus last week. Um, And uh, so I want to pray. He's not here in this service. He'll be probably in the next one. But... um, she was older, you know, and we all have a time. There's a time appointed to be born and to die. But uh, still, there's that time of walking through that process. And so let's pray for that family. Father, we thank you for Mark Bell. We thank you for his family and for the family, uh, other family extended that that really loved uh, the, their grandma, their mom. We thank you, Father, for the peace of God to rule in their hearts. We thank you that she knew Jesus, so she's in heaven. rejoicing. And all those that uh, loved her and had relationship with her, we thank you, Father, that the Holy Spirit will comfort them and bring life to them. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, <clears throat> amen. So let's make our confession today. The word of God is truth. If I live the word, I will be blessed. If I don't, I won't. It's just that simple. Turn to somebody and say, it's really simple. Hallelujah. And as you're seated, um, before you uh, start the tape for the message, uh, Bill, you know, I didn't know, but this is how good, aren't you, Bill? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I didn't you know, God does strange things but I was at I work out at curves and your mom <laughs> works out at curves with me, but I didn't know she was your mom. And uh so she went in for uh stints, uh, the week of Christmas and uh and then she said, you know, she let us know she was gonna have to have a five bypass heart operation two days later well last week somebody said there was a man in the congregation today whose mother had to go to the hospital for stints and she ended up with five bypasses i said a man in the church there can't be two women at iu health that went in for you know god knows where we are amen so we welcome you and, and i love your mother she's a great lady she doing okay doing great okay well praise god bonnie's a bonnie chris knows bonnie too so um we're just glad she's healed you know you're never too old to get a repair (laughs) turn to your neighbor say that's good news (laughs) because uh, my husband always says every time they give him a new stint well i'm just getting ready for the rest of the race hallelujah just like going in for an oil change i'm hoping he doesn't have to have too many more oil changes because i'm not sure (laughs) i it's i think after it's all over with you know he's just all good to go again and, and i'm like you know, because when you go through things, you don't notice. But after it's over is when, you know, you kind of wake up to all those things. God's grace is sufficient for us in 2016. Amen. Whatever we're called to do, we're going to do it for the glory of God, and we're going to do it with strength. And uh, we shared on Wednesday night, if you weren't here, you can get that uh, CD or listen to uh, the message online. But God wants us to be strong, and he wants us to finish our race with strength. Uh, Next week, Pastor Bill's going to come and share what he feels for the church for the year. Um, He had asked me if I would share what I felt. I believe God has given me a word personally for this year, but I also believe it's a word for this church a year of fulfillment. Everybody say fulfillment. And I don't know exactly what that means uh, for the church, but I trust God. You know, when he gives you a word, you don't always know what that's going to Uh, look like down the road but we're supposed to hold on to the word god gives us and that's what i want to talk to you today you know the timing of god is different than our timing and uh god is faithful to perform his word it says he hastens to perform his word in isaiah 55 but some of us you know and and this may be you today certainly is me there's words god's given me that i don't see that he's hastening i mean according to hastening I, i expect hastening like coming right on over you know to my house. If you're hastening to come over to my house, you're coming soon, not I don't know when. So, But with God, his timing is different than our timing, and the one thing that I find in Scripture all the way from the beginning to the end is the word fulfillment. Now, fulfillment means to do what is required, to make true or real, to put into effect, and I like this definition, to convert to reality. In other words, what's said in heaven is not always a reality on the earth, but what's said in heaven. Will always become a reality on Earth if people believe. Everybody say believe, and uh, I believe this is going to be a year where we're going to have to increase in our faith. And you know, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So if we're going to increase in faith, we're going to have to increase in our uh, ability to know the Word, to have it readily available for what we need. And the Bible says, if we hide the Word in our heart when we need it, the Holy Spirit will bring it forth. But that's a uh, that's determined by us in. that we have to make that choice to put the word in our heart. We, we're the ones responsible to make sure we have the word. And uh, Kelson, do, you just did a wonderful job taking it out of worship today. I just want to tell you that. Do you know, if you're if you're ready, God can call on you at any time. And I was standing there, and I felt like the Lord said, have Kelson take it out of worship. Well, I've never talked to Kelson about taking it out of worship. My husband hasn't said anything. But I just walked over and said, Kelson, take it out of worship. But when he took it out, could you hear the word of God? Could you hear it flowing? He, I mean, what happens is his reservoir is full. Now, when your reservoir is full, then God can call on you in an instant. And that's just how he does it. He doesn't call you up and say, three weeks from tomorrow at six o'clock, I want you all to be ready because that's the time of my fulfillment. His fulfillment springs on us just like that. And people have to be obedient to be willing to say we're changing this. You know, uh, there's assignments that we have on Sunday morning up here, but God doesn't always work with the assignments because God is always working in people's lives. So what God does is say do this and then watch how everybody flows in that. Do you know our maturity spiritually is not revealed by what we do in just you know, all situations. It's revealed in instantaneous situations. That's when the truth comes forth. When you get a report you don't want to hear, that's when the truth of where we are spiritually, not not our knowledge, but how it works in our life, that it's working in our life. Because what comes out our mouth, what actions we do, that determines really to the Lord that we're ready for whatever He wants us to do. In other words, I remember years ago when my husband was in church and pastor Pastor Dougherty, Uh Pastor Bill, was in what was called the intern program. He'd been through a year of VBI, and then he was in the second year. And uh, we were just sitting on the platform, and pa- Pastor Billy Joe turned and said, did Yula May tell you about communion tonight? And Bill leaned up and said no. And he said, well, can you do communion tonight? Are you prepared? Everybody say prepared. And Bill said, well, uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> and because uh, he 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 meant, you know, no, I didn't know about this, and he said, well, how long does it take you to get prepared? <laughs> and he said, I'm prepared. And he did the communion, and that night when he prayed, he had no idea. He just knew what Pastor Billy Joe did with communion, and and others. And so he did exactly what he had seen. And when he, we always pray that if you didn't know Jesus, that was the first thing before communion. And so Bill gave an altar call, and and my goodness, there were hands everywhere, and he was so shocked. Well, it it has nothing to do with us. Everybody say nothing to do with us, but we have to be prepared and ready. For for the timing of God. So when God speaks, we are instant, we are there, we do what God says. And uh, I was down here yesterday uh, on Wednesday night and Jen was leading and we were singing something about us, us, us. And in my heart I heard say I, uh, me, me. And just about that time, I looked up, and Jen was kind of going like this, and she said, Sing me. Well, that's the Holy Spirit. Everybody say the Holy Spirit, because he wants to change it from a group setting to a Personal set. Everybody say personal. So we have to be sensitive. We can't say, oh, you know, that's the end of that song. We got to move on. We have to be sensitive because God doesn't always do the same things all the time. And I say that for all of you. 2016 is not going to be a year of, oh, well, you know, we go to church at nine, we sing three songs, you know, we hear a message that we probably heard before, but we'll hear it again. And then we go home and then we come back on Wednesday. Or maybe we don't. But then, you know, we just do what we do all week. God is going to assign his people things to do instantly. Everybody say instantly. And they're going to happen. They're going to happen in the doctor's office. They're going to happen in the grocery store. They're going to happen everywhere because God is a God of signs and wonders. And signs and wonders aren't about us. They're about God. And so as I was preparing this message, you know, um, the scripture in Luke 1, 45, um, Mary uh, was talking with Elizabeth. Now, both of them had had Um, supernatural intervention of God in their lives. Elizabeth, as an older woman, was carrying John the Baptist. Mary, as a younger woman, was carrying the Son of God. And this is what was said to her by Elizabeth. Blessed is she who believed, everybody say believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. Whatever God says, God will do. But there is a there is that part we play in it of believing god for those things that he says to us and because the timing can be this week next week or 30 years down the road doesn't mean we change what we believe our belief system is not based on what's going on around us it'll never be based on what we see other people doing because some people get healed and some don't it does not change the word of god and the church is not a fickle church the church is a stable church it's it's the stability in the world that holds things together. The world is all all over the place, but the church is stable. Everybody say we are stable. You may say that's not me. Well, it should be and God's going to show you how to do it. Now, when Jesus <clears throat> when the things were prophesied about Jesus in Luke chapter 4, when Jesus stood after he'd been through the wilderness and began to declare who he was, we declare who we are. He declared who he was. It says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is verse 18, because he has anointed me, because God anointed Jesus to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Then he closed the book and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of all who were in the were fixed on him. Why? Because they had been told and over and over and over from what God prophetically said in Genesis three fifteen, that he would send Jesus. When he said, he will bruise your uh, head, but you will bruise his heel. The devil was going to try to stop Jesus, but God was prophesying right there. I'm going to fix this mess. But there's a whole old covenant in our Bible before we get to the promise being fulfilled the timing of god was not everybody i know if as i read the old covenant they think god is going to come tomorrow you know he's going to send jesus tomorrow the the jews are still waiting on jesus to come but jesus stood up and said i'm him well you know what the response was this is just joseph's son Why? Because they were expecting him to come as a king. They were expecting, their expectation of what that prophetic word was, was different than what God was going to do. But Jesus says, he began to say to them, today, this scripture, what scripture? The scripture he just read, the spirit of the Lord. Where's that from? Isaiah 61. Everybody say a prophet. A prophet told the people what God was going to do. So what Jesus is saying today, this scripture is what? Is what? Fulfilled in your hearing. So what he's saying is what God said he has done, and I am the Messiah. Now, the, you know, of course the Jews didn't recognize him, the Pharisees didn't recognize him, the Sadducees didn't recognize him and he was crucified. But that was part of God's plan for his life. If you if you study the scripture in John 19:28 to 30, let's put that up. After this Jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished that the scripture might be that the scripture might be what is the scripture? It is the written word of God. It came from God's heart. It said, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on his and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, it is finished. It is finished, and bowing his head, it gave up his spirit. I believe that's the way we're supposed to leave the earth. I told the Lord, that's the way I want to leave. I want to be able to say... My work's done. See ya. Because we're believers. Sickness and disease should not be on our bodies. Now, you know, there are people who get sick. I've had situations. My husband's had situations. We are in a fight for that divine health, just like we're in a fight, you know, for our faith. We're in a fight for those things that God has promised. But it doesn't change the fact that they're true and they're what God says. And when it's done, it's done. I just want to be sure when it's done that I've done all that the Lord told me to do. And so that that is why we live the life we live. Um, a prophetic word is always fulfilled. You know, where it says in Genesis 3.15, he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Uh, that was a prophetic word about Jesus. Zechariah 9 And Matthew and Mark both tell the story on the other side. What's in the Old Covenant, especially the prophet Isaiah, he prophesied about Jesus all the time. We're going to talk about you in a minute. But but God gives us the word to show us how he does things, the example of how he does things. It says in Isaiah 42, Behold, the former things have come to pass, and now new things I declare before they spring forth, I will tell you of them. The whole Bible is a foretelling of what's coming, the old covenant of the new, the new of what is going to come in the earth if we do what God says, and revelations of what's to come in the future. So God is always speaking and telling us what he's going to do. We just have to be obedient to the word that he gives us. In Zechariah 9 9, this is what it's, this was the prophet Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the fowl of a donkey. Now, if you read in Matthew, if you'll put that scripture from Matthew, and uh, I want you to put up, if you could, 4 and 5. Yeah. All this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet saying, tell the daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming to you lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, the fowl of a donkey. What is he saying? All of this was done. Let me read to you what it says in Matthew. This is right before Jesus enters the city. Matthew, we're looking at Matthew chapter 21, and this is what it says. And I think this is an amazing story. Uh, It says, um, um, this is 20, I'm sorry. No, 20... Yeah, here it is, 21. Now, when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus said to the two disciples, saying to them, send his two disciples, saying to them, go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, the Lord has need of them, and immediately he will send them. All this was done that it might be fulfilled. Everybody say fulfilled. So there was a prophetic word that Jesus would come riding into Jerusalem on a donkey with salvation. He was the savior of the world. Now, here we are. The disciples go into a city. They're preparing for the Passover, and they're looking for a colt of a donkey because jesus said so but why did that all happen because god prophesied it why so when it happened they would know that it was god are you getting this see the timing of god was way far apart the prophetic word happened way before that happened um a prophetic word is cor- cor- correctly stating what will happen in the future foretelling of events now you know in my uh in my phone, I was looking, there are so many scriptures, especially in the book of Matthew, where it continually says, and all this was done that the scriptures might be fulfilled. And all this was done that the scriptures might be fulfilled. And all this was done. So the scriptures might be fulfilled. Well, what does that have to do with you? Well, everything in your life is going to accomplish what you're supposed to be all the days of our lives you know i I look back over my life and and i made some detours but those detours god somehow managed to get me back where i needed to be to accomplish what he wanted to accomplish and in the process a lot of the things i went through are today helpful to me which back then i thought i don't even want to be in this place you know so often i hear christians say you know I, i just believe god has so much more for me well i believe god has more for us but there's the timing of God and there is the time of fulfillment. God will always fulfill what he says. Now, you know, we've been here in this church for 26 years. Uh, I have to tell you we did not expect to be in this building for 26 years. Um we did not expect that this church the vision Pastor Bill and I've seen for this church is huge, multitudes of people. But there's a timing. Everybody say there's a timing. There's a timing. Uh, you, you People come and go. I didn't expect people to come and go. When God called us here to start this church, I thought everybody who came would stay. Well, there's all those opportunities over the years, and I would go to God. And he said, the people belong to me, not to you. Well, there's a new revelation. You know, all all's we're good for is to teach you stuff, and then you guys go do whatever you want. Hallelujah. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> And, you know, sometimes you feel like you're preaching the same message over and over and over and over and over and over. And sometimes my husband says, did anybody really listen? You know, uh, because things happen in people's life. And he goes, were they there that day? You know, uh, how many of you know you can hear a message and go right out there and do something totally different? I preach messages and go out and do them totally different. You're no better than me. I can tell you that. Y'all are doing this. But you can get discouraged. You can think this isn't going to happen. But that has nothing to do with God's fulfillment. He will fulfill what he says he's going to do. And things will happen along the way. You know, like Kelson said, there'll be things this year and, and you know, they're, they're not maybe all of them going to be what we expected. What Jen said is true. Some will be totally what we expected. Some will be not what we expected. But it doesn't change the fact that God is good and he knows what's going on and he will take care of it if we put our confidence and trust in it. He's a God of, of fulfillment. And this year is a year of fulfillment when i first heard that i thought oh we're going to get our building and i felt like god said settle down and ask me what i mean see it's not that he wasn't going to give us the building but see as soon as i hear fulfillment i'm going one two three four five six seven eight how many of you have some things on your list you know i'm dragging them all up saying i'm that's great god let's get this done but you know God knows which things he means. You know, when God says he's going to fulfill something, it doesn't mean it's going to get to be what you always dreamed of. And that's where people lose it in the Christian faith. You know, if we had people in this church who I know today are sitting home and watching Christian television, which is good but they're doing that because they got upset with somebody somewhere along the way and they're hibernating and they think they're fine but god needs them everybody say god needs them you know the church is supposed to be a place where we come with a good word for each other the place is supposed to be where we encourage one another well where are all the people that are supposed to be encouraging somebody in not just this church it's all over the world and it says there'll be a great falling away Right before the end. And uh you know, I'm amazed at what people are doing. I mean I'm shocked at what some people are doing, that we're walking strong and then they just kinda slid down a, a wrong road. That's not God's intention for the church. He has a timing for everything. And just because we can't see it all finished right now, then we just need to keep pursuing what we're called to do for today. I looked at John the Baptist you know um, in John 123 he said about himself I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness make straight the ways of the Lord that's what he said well you know that was a that was a really phenomenal story of how uh, God in 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 Luke chapter 1 verse 13 uh, gave a prophetic word to Zechariah that he was going to be the father of John the Baptist it says the angel said to him do not be afraid Zacharias for your prayer is heard heard and your wife elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name john and you will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice at his birth and then it goes on for he will be great in the sight of the lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink he will also be filled with the holy spirit even from his mother's womb do you remember when mary walked in and she said elizabeth said this baby just leaped in my womb he was filled with the holy spirit from the womb isn't that amazing See, this is why we can't ever give up on what God's saying, because it's going to happen. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord, their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Do you know Isaiah said that? Isaiah said that in, uh, or no, was it Jeremiah? no Isaiah 40 cuz Isaiah and Jeremiah constantly prophesied the things of God it's in 40 it says comfort yes comfort my people says your god speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended that her iniquity is pardoned that's even before Jesus died everybody say prophetic And then it says the voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert, a highway for our God. Every valley shall be exalted. Every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight. The rough places smooth. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed and all flesh shall see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. That was a a word from God that was given to Isaiah to speak. And then it was given to Zechariah to know that his wife was going to be carrying this son, this this man that God had created to prepare the way of the Lord. In Luke, uh, also in chapter 1, verse 57, this is what it says, Now Elizabeth's full time, everybody say, fulfillment. Her full time came for her to be delivered, and she brought forth a son. Zechariah said about him in verse 76, that and you child he's speaking to him will be called the prophet of the highest you will go before the face of the lord to prepare his ways god involved all those people along the way to do all those things that john the baptist might be who god called him to be and john the baptist identified himself then this is who i am this is my job i'm called to prepare the way of the lord he also said in john 30 i'm supposed to in decrease now so he can increase you know we're called to to be this and then we're called to be this and then we're called to be that fulfillment isn't always what we see it being the way we identified when we heard the word fulfillment. Just like when I heard the word fulfillment, I'm ready to get out all my journals and write down everything God told me that he's going to fulfill. I don't think it's all going to be fulfilled this year. It'd be so much, I'd be having miracles every day. Hallelujah. But it could be, it could be, you know, or it could mean Jesus is coming because that's the ultimate fulfillment. I don't know what it means, but God will reveal it as the year plays out. I don't know about you but things I heard in 2015 January certainly didn't go the way I would have planned them out but they did get accomplished because God said that they would get accomplished. That's the same for you. You know, it says in Jeremiah 29:11, I know the plans I have for you and these plans that God has for you are not to hinder you, they're to help you. For I know the thoughts I think toward you says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. I believe that was a prophetic word That was given. it was really given to the Jews coming out of bondage, coming out of captivity, where they had gotten themselves into such a state that God had to put them in captivity and he held them there for the number of years that they didn't honor the Sabbath. That's exactly why he put them there. But they were coming out and he said I know I have the thoughts. I have these thoughts for good and not for evil for a future and a hope. You know what I believe that is fulfilled in the new covenant is John 14 12 where it says most assuredly I say to you he who believes in me everybody say believes the works that I do he won't do also and greater works than these will he do because I go to my father I believe that is the fulfillment of the word of Jeremiah that even though we have come out of captivity because we were all captives at one time even though we've come out of that place, maybe this past year where we haven't seen what we wanted to see, God is still working on our behalf to bring forth what he wants to do. And I believe all of us, if, if you know the Lord, every one of us should have something in our heart that God has already spoken to us for 2016. Some things we need to do in our life. Um, you know, maybe it's to pray more. Uh, maybe it's to uh, worship the lord more maybe it's to let go of some things maybe it's to take hold of other things i don't know what all those things are but if we do what god says there will be a fulfillment of what god wants to do in our lives because we did that and that's that actually becomes our part i believe for this church acts ten thirty eight is a scripture that will be our, for our church this year and it's about jesus but i believe it's about us if we're going to be the people of god who do these works Uh, that are greater than what christ did how god anointed first of all we're going to have to be anointed by god to do what we're called to do and we've already been anointed the bible says in first john that we are anointed of god Uh, first john chapter two that the anointing of god rests upon our lives Uh, how god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy spirit which we have the holy spirit and with power which we have who went about doing good everybody say doing good Say that again. Doing good. good. Um, I'm not sure exactly what that is for you. You're going to have to ask the Lord what that is for you. But I believe this church is going to be a church of people that are known for doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Why? Because God was with them. Uh, When Kelson took it out of worship at the very end, he said, all of these things we know because you are with us. That is the key to our being who God called us to be. God is with us. We are never by ourselves. We may be lonely, but we are never alone. Do you know that as believers? You know, I have people say I'm lonely. Lonely is a feeling. Alone, we are never alone because the Holy Spirit lives in us, and so it's the Holy Spirit is over always there. If you go to Romans, this is what it says in Romans chapter twelve, and it's about living the life God called us to live. Uh, if we do this, I believe we're going to see signs, wonders, and miracles. It says in verse twenty of chapter twelve. Therefore, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he's thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Now, don't like the coals of fire better than you like feeding. You know, don't make that your purpose. Okay, I'm going to get you. Take this drink. You know, that, that's not exactly how this is put. It's, it's about us seeing a need and meeting a need fulfilling what we can do for whoever god puts us with that's doing good everybody say doing good you know jesus said if you've done it to the least of these you've done it to me well doing good is simply if we have the ability to help somebody to do what we can do now you know that doesn't mean you're going to pray deliverance over people and demons are going to be screaming and falling out don't be afraid but you can cast out the devil if god tells you to that may be the good that you need to give somebody. The good you may need to give to somebody is just to put your hand on them and pray that they'll be healed. You say, but I've never seen anybody healed. Well, that doesn't matter. It's not about what you can see getting done. It's about God sees will be done. And God says, if you lay hands on the sick, they will recover. So as we begin to go about doing good, that's what Jesus did. You know, he didn't he didn't go into a crowd and and say, well, I hope they all get healed. It just says in there, everywhere he went, everyone got healed. And we're supposed to be doing greater works than these. I don't know much greater it could get, but I believe we have that ability. It's in believing. Everybody say believing. Mary, or Martha, or not Martha, Elizabeth said to Mary, blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things that were told her, By the Lord. God has told us through Jesus, it's good for you that I go to be with the Father because when I go, greater things will you do because I am seated at the right hand of the Father than I did when I was there. I just believe that means there's so many more of us than one that we can see All the works of Jesus multiplied many times over. It says, I believe this is the answer for our church. Do not overcome by evil. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with... See, it doesn't say love. It says good. Do you know it says in Romans? It's the goodness of God that leads to repentance, and it's right after God talks about how homosexuality and lesbianism and you know living a life of immoral immorality. It's right after that that God says, "Do you not know that the goodness of God leads to repentance?" The devil is wicked. He's evil. When you encounter evil, it will come against you. But good overcomes you know the message is god gave us in november overcome we are overcomers and then in december december all my promises are yes and amen i believe those are keys to seeing the fulfillment of god in 2016 at least for my life and i believe that is this is going to be a year of signs wonders and miracles if we go about doing good now we've got all the equipment we've got all the tools we are anointed everybody say I'm anointed now, you may not have ever walked in that anointing, but it says so in First John. Uh, we're going to talk more about this as we go on through the year, but we are anointed by God, just like Jesus was anointed. Do you know Jesus didn't start his ministry until he was anointed. Everybody say anointed. You know, when he was baptized and he came up out of the water and it says there appeared a, like a dove, that was the anointing of God coming on his life. Because he said in, in Luke chapter four, that the anointing of the Lord is upon you me the anointing of god that was the prophecy in isaiah that the messiah would come and he would be anointed everybody say anointed so that same anointing is on us y'all look don't look very excited about this this is powerful and if God is ready to move in this earth in ways that demonstrate or manifest who he is, then that anointing's going to have to come through us. You know it, it, you know, it always says as a dove. It doesn't say there are going to be birds flying everywhere. You know, I mean, some people are looking for the dove. No, we, we look for the anointing of God by what God tells us to do in the leading of the Holy Spirit. And when we step into it, miracles begin to to happen i believe it's a season for our nation to see this i want to give you in romans 13 this is the thing we cannot do it says let us walk properly this is thirteen, thirteen, as in the day not in revelry and drunkenness not in lewdness and lust nor in strife and envy those are bad ones right there strife and envy you know most people in the church don't come in with their beer although they're welcome here if they do hallelujah but they don't usually come in drunken People, but uh, strife and envy are horrible diseases in people's lives, and because of everything in our world today being about things and about me. That's where strife and envy have a real playground to work in people's lives. You're going to be who God called you to be regardless of what anybody else does. Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Everybody say fulfill. Fulfill lust is the same as fulfill the plan of God. The enemy has a plan for you, and he wants you to fulfill it. But God has a greater plan for you. And this is the scripture I leave you with today. It's in Philippians 4. And I didn't give it to you, Sandy, but it's, it's the scripture that I say over myself all the time, uh, ever since I, God showed it to me, not that I've already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. God laid hold of your life for purpose. And it's our destiny to lay hold of that for which he laid hold of us. Amen. Let's stand together. Father, I thank you that this is going to be a year of fulfillment for the people of victory. I believe it'll be a year of fulfillment in people's finances. I believe some people have invested and done things. You know, I heard my husband saying today about tithing. You know, there's many people in the body of Christ who tithe, and they don't tithe anymore. They just kind of let it go by the wayside. Uh, We cannot let go of the truth of the Word of God and walk in the destiny god gave us to walk in it just will not happen uh the devil comes to steal kill and destroy and that's in every arena of our life it's it's time to obey god but in obeying god we're going to get to see all those things that god has for us and uh you know i i really believe faith uh your name indicates that god has put a call on you to walk in great faith I believe you do walk in great faith. You have from a a little girl. I mean, you believe for things that I haven't even been able to believe for financially. Um, And I see them come because God gives you ways to accomplish them and you do what God says. And uh, you've been trained by your parents. But I believe you're going to see great things, greater things this year. And you're being put where you're being put for a purpose. Because there's babies that are going to come in there that could be... uh, Billy Graham's. They could be whatever for that nation, and people, you know, have just disposed of them. And all those blacks that are there, and they call themselves blacks. So I'm not being disrespectful. They don't, you know, they, they don't call themselves, uh, you know, African Americans. There are Africans. They call themselves blacks. There's whites and blacks in South Africa, but God has got a, a promise for them, and uh, I believe your love for them is going to change their life father in jesus name i thank you today that we all have a destiny and it's never over till we see jesus you know mike miller buck miller went and saw jesus and so it for him his work is finished mark bell's mother went to be with jesus you know joe Levesey's mother went to be with jesus this past week all those people it's finished but it's not finished for anybody standing here today or listening to this on the web or the CD. It's never finished until we see Jesus. It's not over till it's over, and it's not over yet. 2016 is ahead of us, and you may look back on 2015, and I want to pray, pray today for any regrets to be left behind. You know, we, we're we not going to carry into 2016 regret. Regret is a horrible uh, process that works in our mind that continually talks to us about what we could have, should have, would have done. How many of you have ever heard that voice, the coulda, woulda, shoulda voice? In Jesus' name, today, we are commanding that voice to stop in the lives of the people of this church. We cannot go forward looking back. We cannot complete our destiny looking back at what was. We are going to complete our destiny because God is still working his works in us. And that word for works is Gaia. It's a power that comes from God and not for us. So I want, not from us.